<laughs> oh my goodness. You will not believe what I'm eating right now. At midnight. The cupcake of the week. <laughs> okay, mom, it's your intro. I'm sorry. Oh, excuse me. Hi, everybody. <laughs> We're back for another edition or another episode. I'm sorry, of Cupcakes and Chaos. And Mm-mm-mm. Tabitha. We're so excited. Tabitha's like earlier, she's like, Mom, why, why are we keep, still excited? Yeah, why do you keep saying we're still excited? And I'm like, because I'm still excited because that's, I'm still talking to people. So I was like, it's mine. I can say what I want to say. So I'm like, I'm so excited. Sorry. So anyway, first, let me thank you for the letters that you sent in for us. That to was read. really nice. They were. And yeah. that was our first time doing it on Sunday. Tabitha read them. And they were really nice. We even had to, like, take a moment to collect ourselves because one or two of them were pretty touching so um continue sending them in um we'll do it every she's finished she's so we will um continue to do them every sunday so make sure you send them in the let me give you the email address again just in case you uh forgot so that you'll have it um you can put in the the uh subject box letters for you and you would send them to sheila's cupcakes and chaos at gmail.com and anything else that you want us to know or hear or talk about you can send it to that email address so, getting started here, today's podcast, I started out saying to myself, it's not going to be that long um, because of what I wanted to do, to talk about or to discuss. And now, it may be a little long, but not as long as our longest one, which is like 30 minutes, maybe about a good 15 minutes this one is going to be. Um, I just really want to have a conversation with you, or Tabitha and I want to have a, have a conversation with you. The listeners, where whose phone is that? I'm not sure whose phone that is, but my husband's doing all this quirky stuff with these tablets for our um, parents, so that <laughs> Tabitha can FaceTime them when she's away at school. So they're plugged in, charging. One's over here, one's over there. So if you hear little noises in the background, that's what it is. It's not anything of mine because I would never do that on at this time. But um, he is, so if you hear any noises, that's what that is. So trying to get back on track here, <laughs> um, I just want to say that, uh, to, I guess it started off like where I work, there's plenty of diversity like to go around. And I've noticed something that bears digging into, and I'm sure it's not just at my workplace I'm sure it's at other workplaces as well so that's why I want to kind of bring this topic up and um, get your thoughts on it I've been evaluating some things that have been going on in my corner of the world so I have something here that I want to read to you as well Um, If I had to ask a question, I guess my question would be, why is there an issue with black women coming together in the workplace? Mm. Like, seriously, why can't we just get along? 
You can continue while I mute these things. Okay, so if you hear a bunch of <laughs> shuffling around, it's Tabitha muting those things because, like I said, they're, I guess he's downloading stuff and, I don't know, getting things straight for the tablet so that our parents can um, navigate through them uh, easily to make them user-friendly for them. But um, anyway, getting back to this, um, I'm like, seriously, why can't we just get along? Is it just me? Or have some of you experienced what I'm talking about? I mean, it's sad, but even in my office, I have strained relationships. And it's just sad. I don't understand why there seems to be an issue. And I know it's stereotypical because it's being discussed. There's in forums in social media, on radio stations, it's being discussed. So I think it's something that bears keeping bears being kept in uh the limelight because it's it's an issue and these things if we're going through it as adults we should want to rectify we should want to right whatever's wrong so that our children and our grandchildren don't go through the same things um and that's that's my main reason for kind of digging into this so my question to you is is this the norm in your surroundings, in your circle, like why can't black women get along in the workplace? I'm talking about workplace specifically because most of us work and um, it seems to be happening in the workplace. So here's something I found. Uh, I saw a couple articles and this is one that stood out to me and this was one from the Tom Joyner Morning Show. So his producer Put this together and she titled it can't we all just get along so i'm going to read it to you and um you just give me your your thoughts on it i'll give you mine as well tabitha has some thoughts i'm sure that she will share as well so the article starts it says i recently conducted a brainstorming session with a group of women that i work with the goal was to pick their brains about the type of content and discussion they'd like to hear on the Tom Joyner morning show. Intimate relationships, money, and family were among the topics that these ladies couldn't seem to get enough of, but also the relationship that they had with the other women in their lives, from coworkers to mothers and girlfriends to sisters, was one they wanted to see explored. Our conversation brought on the much-asked question, why can't black women get along? To be clear, I mean the actual conversation inspired the question, not the dynamic between these sisters. We're pretty evolved around here. I thought that was cute of her to say. Like she was saying, look, I don't want y'all out there to think that we have an issue here because we're, we've evolved. Oh, I see. And that's where I think everybody needs to try to get to. We need <clears throat> to me. evolve from this situation or these things that are keeping us um, in this bad way. It's just, it's just a really bad way, I think. So she goes on to say, this is a question that always seems to spark a heated debate, but yields no real answers. Hmm. These days, the phrase is, she's just a hater or she brings too much drama get thrown around as often <laughs> as good morning. Hating seems to have turned into some sort of sport 
And fortunately, I didn't get the memo. That's how I feel. Like, I didn't get the memo, but you're still kind of dragged into these situations. Yeah, because that's not how you go about things. That's not your mindset. That's not your mindset. Right, me as as Sheila. Yes. Exactly. It's not my mindset. Mm -hmm. But I get dragged into being taken out of my character, just being, just, I I think we all get to that point sometimes where you just like, why did I do this? Or why am I here? Or what's going on? And it's because we just get dragged into it. And so this is something where I'm trying to, to dig into to see like why. So anyway, she goes on to say, we can be the most hateful, mean spirited witches I was kind of taken aback by that because I <laughs> like I don't go around calling people witches, but um, we can be the most hateful, mean-spirited witches in the world to each other, and most times it's for no reason at all. Boom, that is so true. Most times it is. Boom. It's for no reason. I know. Boom, that was kind of dumb, but I just kind of said that because boom. It's like, I guess, you know how people do the blow up thing with their hands? That's what I'm doing, people. Listen, (laughs) we can be the most hateful, mean-spirited witches in the world to each other. And Mm -hmm. most times, it's for no reason at all. We don't speak to each other in the street. And if you dare smile or say hello in passing, some will reciprocate. Mm -hmm. But others give you looks like you've just stolen their last dollar or slept with their man. Isn't that true? I remember plenty of times when I worked in Center City, how I would walk past women of color. Mm-hmm. Um, I would smile and speak or whatever. And some would just look, even look you up and down, not speak, mm-hmm. and just keep it moving. That happened several times. And pretty much you get used to it because it, it becomes the norm. But it shouldn't become the norm and we shouldn't allow it to become the norm. Right. So I think once we get to that point, allowing it to become the norm, then we just figure it's okay. And this is how things go and get played out. Mm-hmm. Which to me is wrong. And I think is wrong to, you know, with, with a lot of other people, which is why this is something that people are talking about. Okay, so let me get back to this. <laughs> we work over time. To tear each other down, downplay each other's dreams, and dog each other's men when we should be each other's greatest support system. Who else understands the uniqueness and peculiar... (laughs) Okay, this is a word. I guess I really should have read this first. Peculiar... Peculiarities. Oh, Hmm. word. Of being a woman than another woman, which is true. If I'm a woman, I should be able to understand a lot of things about you because you're a woman as well. Let me say this. I'm sure women in different ethnic groups have the same problems, which I, 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 that makes sense because we're all women. We're just different ethnicities. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure women in different ethnic groups have the same problems, but I noticed the drama more so in the African-American community than others. And that concerns me. And what I'm going to say about that is I notice it too, but we take it to another level. And I happen to be talking with um, one of my coworkers today. And I was saying to her, I said, it's just so... Odd and so 
it's sad and odd both at the same time that in your culture, because she's a Caucasian, I notice you in your culture that you work with people, you do whatever you need to do to get the job done. Mm-hmm. regardless of whether or not you like the person or something's going on or they did something that you don't like or whatever the case may be. You still got to get it done exactly. so you work together. Exactly. And that's what I was saying to her. I said, I noticed that with, you know, people with, with Caucasians. Mm-hmm. I said, you you basically want to get the job done. So regardless of whether or not you like what somebody did or somebody said, you you address that. And then you keep it moving. I said, in our culture, I said, it's like we do the exact opposite. Instead of us doing what you do, look, I got to work with you, so I'm going to overlook what you did, address it, pretty much forget about it, and get the job done. Mm -hmm. Why can't we do the same thing? Um, I'm not saying it's 100% all black women, you know, are like this. But there, there is a huge percentage of black women who do not follow that. Um, I mean, that do follow that. That pretty much get to the point where, hmm, oh, I don't have to be bothered with you. I don't have to do that, and that, you know. And then it just, it just festers. But anyway, all right. So let me just go back to, to where she's talking in here. Okay. So she said, we work overtime to tear each other down, downplay each other's dreams, and dog each other's men when we should be each other's greatest support system. Okay, I read that already, but (laughs) we are reading reading again. Okay, then she says, what concerns me more is if we as adult women can't get along then how are we going to teach our daughters, nieces, and granddaughters the importance of the female bond? What kind of legacy are we leaving? So true. Because I had an issue and I was ready to just, when when I came home the other day, I was just ready to just blurt out a whole bunch of foolishness and just, you know, getting my point, trying to get my point across. But my daughter was like, mom, you know, that's not the way to handle it. And here it's just, it's saying it right here. What are we going to teach our kids if we as adults, women can't get along? And it it is so sad because it's not all um, ethnicities. It's pretty much the African-Americans, which is what I'm talking about. That's, that's what I'm worried about. So then she says, let me just, uh, sisterhood, self-knowledge, self-development, and self-esteem, the four empowerment principles of Sisterhood Agenda, Inc., were the elements that founder and executive director Angela Coleman saw lacking in young sisters when she started the organization. So she's basically saying these things were lacking, and that is the reason for women of color acting this way. Not surprisingly, Coleman cited lack of self-esteem as the primary cause at the root of many challenges that black women face. Did you hear that? She said lack of self-esteem. And we all know what self-esteem is, or we should know. 
She went on to say that we as a sacred sisterhood needed to tackle our lack of self-esteem sooner rather than later because the consequences of letting it fester. Didn't I just use that word? I did. Hmm. I did. Because the consequences of letting it fester are too far-reaching to comprehend. Then she says, so now that we know, what do we do about it? I think most of us would agree that we don't always feel as confident about our appearance or capabilities as we should. But instead of taking responsibility to work on ourselves, we turn our frustrations and anger into a ball and viciously hurl it at other women. Bottom line, women need to stretch beyond their insecurities and issues and just get our existence together. The only way to overcome is to embrace our whole selves, including our faults and issues. We've got to develop a well of self-love and self-respect. Otherwise, the drama will continue. And drama, some people just thrive on drama. So <laughs> Yikes. if the drama is going to continue and you got people that thrive on it, then that's not a good combination. <clears throat> Excuse me. And life's too short to entertain such pointless negativity. Ugh, talk about pointless negativity. Pointless is just means it's just wasted negativity. We all know what that is. It's just <laughs> it's not good if it ain't positive, it's negative. So it's just a bunch of um, pointless negativity. And who needs negativity today? It's enough negativity out there. If you can um, get rid of some or work on alleviating most of it, that's what we should be doing. It's easy to look around and see the um, unsisterly behavior of other women. Very easy. But let's take a second and look at the sister in the mirror. Uh-oh. What message are we sending to the young, impressionable girls in our lives? When we come home from work, are we saying uplifting words about the women on the job? Or do we complain and put them down? Well, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> When they have problems with their friends, do we try to come up with positive ways for them to work them out? Or do we pile on and keep the problem going by saying things like, you might as well learn now that women can't get along. Mm. If that's something we're teaching our kids, we got a problem because it's just gonna keep going. It's just gonna be a vicious cycle. Sadly, a lot of our problems with other women stem from how we feel about, conduct ourselves, and react around men. When we're just with our girls, things can go along pretty smoothly, but throw a brother in the mix and a lot of us change. I was just about to, um, when you were finished, Mm -hmm. I was going to bring it up, the fact that on um, your workplace, Mm -hmm. It's mostly men. Mm-hmm. So the women that are there, which is about how many in the office? I'm not sure. Not sure. You're like one, two, three. Maybe, okay. Like Maybe three five, and then six. five. Yeah. Like oh. Parts. Well, well, still, mm-hmm. the ratio, right, men to women right. ratio right. is completely like... <laughs> um, so what I was going to say was uh, they have an audience, basically. Mm-hmm. You have an audience that um, is the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, 
it's it's entertainment for them. Mm-hmm. So since you feel like I'm entertaining you, mm-hmm. it's boosting maybe some of my uh, self-esteem. You know what I mean? Yes. So um, when you brought up being around the girls, mm-hmm. they're able to bounce off one another, like whether it's their insecurities or whatever. But if one of their insecurities is blasted by one of the other girls mm-hmm. in front of a man. Right. Uh, that's definitely an issue. But, you know, when you're around the girls, it's like you can laugh and joke about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Most definitely. And, and the men-to-woman ratio, it, had, it has a lot of bearing to do in a, in a lot of situations, especially in like a situation like on the type of job that I work at. Yes. So I mean, depending on where you work at, is a difference. But the bottom line remains. Yes. For and women I, not getting along, it's just a huge. This is like an issue, and I it just feel really like it, needs to be it was the it was like this since the beginning of our time. Okay. That women were always pinned against each other. Mm-hmm. Like, this one's prettier than that one. Right. So, if it's deeply rooted, it's hard to get it out of our system. Right. I agree. Um, I agree, but it's still... It, it's definitely... It's still wrong, and it should be taught. And it's harder, or it's more prevalent in the African-American community right. versus mm-hmm. other ethnicities. Like, it's just... It's mm-hmm. just really bad. And then, I don't know, why can't we take a page out of their book? We see how they they grow and move and prosper and make it work, even if it's just for eight hours in a day. Um, you know, we could take a page out of their book, learn something, and then, you know, do better. You know better, you do better. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just, this is the first time I'm really pretty much pushed into this type of these type of situations so i'm like is this the norm you know somebody tell me yes. but anyway okay so i'm, I'm gonna finish reading here um mm-hmm. and just like uh tabitha was saying which is what she's saying here sadly a lot of our problems with other women stem from how we feel about conduct ourselves and react around men when we're just with our girls, things can go along pretty smoothly, but throw a brother in the mix and a lot of us change in our friendships and our work relationships. Men, if you're hearing this, you bear some responsibility also. Okay. And I can see that being the case. Yes, they're entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't you're not stopping it and you pretty much uh you either like it or you don't like it (laughs) and yeah you're a part of it but um let me see i'm just gonna is it like the gist yeah i think that's pretty much the gist of it and it's just i I, i'm just if, if we could just have like a good conversation Mm -hmm. if you have comments maybe there's a way that you handle certain situations maybe you found yourself doing certain things that had you uh 
be able to thwart this before the situation gets out of hand. Maybe you learn to deal with it in a way where, oh, things work out better if I do this. Mm-hmm. The way I handle things like this, for me, anything that pretty much goes against my ethics or goes against uh, my morals, I just back away from Um, If it's a situation, if it's a person, if I think you are divisive or mean me no no good, I pretty much back away. I don't hold a conversation. I don't pretty much want to be bothered with you. And that's not really the way I was brought up because I was brought up in the church. And I think most of my life I lived it as, I guess, dealing with a lot because I that's what I was taught and that's what I was supposed to do and I think I might have uh, taken that maybe a little too far or just was not uh, I don't know not doing it doing something the way I was supposed to I'll say that I probably wasn't studying maybe the word like I should have and then would have been more versed in handling these types of situations um so anyway what I do is I'm like okay I'm pretty much done and I just back away and you don't have to worry about dealing with me because I really don't want to deal with you in you know that situation so somebody somebody may be able to help me and say, you know, send me a comment and say, well, Sheila, maybe you should handle it like this. Or, or Sheila, maybe you, you, you could do this. Or, um, Sheila, this worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd really appreciate it if you, you, you did. You know, just let me know how you handle um, this type of situation. Um, I don't know. It's just something that's really bugging me because I think this is something that like Tabitha said it's been going on for a long time and I never thought about how I would handle that being in that situation Mm -hmm. because honestly I feel like I just ignore it Mm -hmm. like because I like to laugh Mm -hmm. so if I notice that it's something that you're doing that is negative Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to laugh in your face (laughs) <laughs> okay so I'm not going to laugh in your face but but, <laughs> but it's like come on really it's yeah. it's just not it's first of all it's not appropriate it's childish mm-hmm. definitely and it's just like it's a lot of energy you have to put into being angry and bitter <laughs> True. so I'd much rather me. laugh mm-hmm. than sit there and go back and forth and back and forth all Mm -hmm. because of something small like you were supposed to I don't know get the paper cups (laughs) you didn't get the paper cups right right and it becomes a huge thing Mm -hmm. because of this animosity you have built up towards someone else maybe because uh they're nicer than you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you notice that people like them more and you'd rather um, you'd rather be that person that's that nicer. And <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's yeah, it's sad, but it's usually because something's 
bothering them personally in their personal life. That's what I think. So I'm just like, hey, you know, get it off your chest. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to feed into it. So, yikes. Yeah, like, yikes is right. <laughs> so, <clears throat> just take a minute and drop us a line if you think you have a... Let us know, because I'd like to read that. <laughs> I would, too, as well. And I'd you know like where to, to send that. it. Uh, let me tell you where to send it, because I get a little uh, <laughs> twisted here. You can send it to uh, Sheila's Cupcakes and Chaos at gmail.com. Okay, so... Keep the comments coming. All right. Uh, regarding the cupcake of the week, it's chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Yes. That's what the cupcake is. That's, That's what, what I just ate <laughs> before we began. Yeah, it, it was. She really was. She, <laughs> you probably can catch some of the smacking as well. Um, but anyway, yes, that's the cupcake of the week. So I'm going to share it with uh, the uh, listeners at my job tomorrow. And also, oh, I need to apologize uh, about the pumpkin cupcakes because we had to go over towards Pittsburgh to get uh, to have the setup for school. It's all my fault. It is her fault. I concur. So we were not able to mail out the pumpkin cupcakes or deliver them. I will be doing that this weekend. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cupcakes Chaos underscore. Follow tab at IM underscore TG33. Also, as of about two days ago, we're on Apple. Oh, we definitely Podcast. are on Apple. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. Please if subscribe. You, if you didn't delete the <laughs> if you Sorry. didn't delete the podcast app, um yeah, you should you should definitely Redownload it if you deleted it though, and then subscribe. <laughs> yes, and I was hoping Tabitha would elaborate a little more on that because I got a couple people who had commented on my text message when I was asking them to do just that. They were like, "How or where or why or oh, interesting." Because some people don't know that you can delete. Um, Apple's apps. I didn't know that until I got the last iPhone I had. <laughs> but usually, if you just go to the App Store and then type in podcasts, um, the very first, besides like the ad that they put up, so it's probably the second one you see, it's purple, and it's podcasts, and that's Apple's. So it's either going to say open or uh, get probably. And then once you download it and you search Cupcakes and Chaos, Sheila G, <laughs> then it should, um, it should come up. And then you can subscribe. I believe it's a purple button. Matter of fact, I know for a fact that it's a purple button because I've looked at it so many times. Hmm. So yes, please do that. That'd be nice. Please do. Thank you. That would be very nice. Also, don't forget about the bullying PSA, the public service announcement. We will be taping and 
hopefully about two weeks so send me an email or text if you're interested or if you're interested in your child being a part of it we're going to do one is going to be a video and then we're going to have another that's just going to be voices so that um, the video will be played on social media and the audio will be put on our podcast um, and it's really, I'm really excited about it because yeah. I, as a child, well, I wasn't a child, child. I think I was in junior high school. I was bullied. And so, and anything dealing with children, I am all in for. So, um, this is really a big, a big thing for me. And again, if you're interested, it's not just going to be children who are taking part in this. We are also going to have adults and, um, people who do certain things we are we're also going to try and have uh children that are autistic and um just different types of uh children and people uh participating in this PSA and I would just love to have you or your child or you both uh participate in it we're going to have t-shirts made up for this and just make it a fun little event uh for this uh, PSA so just remember about that and don't forget you don't have much time to reach out to me and let me know if you want to participate so I can give you the information that you know where it's going to be and what time you need to be there so again comment questions subscribe yes and we will talk to you on sunday don't wait, forget wait. to send your letters and your readings into the email address as well so we can read those letters on the air i would like to give a personal thank you from me to everyone who is listening to this podcast and is actually enjoying it thank you <laughs> my daughter i can't with her all right guys so stay tuned stay tuned hi everyone in honor of me going back to school tears um i just wanted to give a quick shout out to the little boys who are my cousins but they're like little brothers to me and one day they saw the microphone sitting on the table and they wanted to play in the microphone and <laughs> you'll see for yourself. Jesus Christ, Cindy, how shall I send thee? I'm going to send thee one by one, two, two for little baby, baby, born, born, born in Bethlehem. Children go while I send thee, how shall I send thee? I'm, I'm going to send thee two by two, 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 two for the gospel. Baby, born, born, born in Bethlehem. <laughs> that's so Okay, great. my turn. No, that, that's not the end of the What? Talk. Oh, it's not the end? Um, okay.